Okay, we are go. Episode 15, right? Episode 15, or season 2, episode 2. Season 2, episode 2. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And today we're visiting some training heroes. Like just, martial, just arts martial arts heroes, heroes. in general. Uh, oh, and before we get started, today mm. we're having, um, we're getting near the end of the Snow Angel. Mm. So I'm dolling it up a little bit. Today we're having Snow Angel with Irish butter and agave. Ooh. The Irish butter, you have no idea what it does. It's amazing. It's truly next level. Yeah. Boom. Naturally softer. Oh, yeah. Oh, it smells so good. Oh, I love Snow Angel. Mm, it's the best. Of course, out of our Deadpool Batman mugs, respectively. Mm. Always. Mm. God, it's good. Yeah, with the agave, that's nice, too. Isn't it nice? Yeah. yeah. Um... So last week we was kind of the uh, jumping point for season two, episode one, which is kind of revisiting trusting the process. Uh -huh. and that's Keep up trusting on, me. Up uh -huh. on all of our platforms now. So uh -huh. go watch that. Yep. Listen, listen to that. that. It'll be up uh, on YouTube in a second. YouTube is fickle for me right now. YouTube is being whack. Podbean is uh, quick. Quick and Let's beautiful. Get it done. Yeah. Well. Sweet. So yeah, heroes. Yeah. I think uh, in martial arts people have... Good heroes and bad heroes. Like, well, yeah, yeah. All right, so, well, I'll take you back. Let me tell you a little bit of a story. One of my, not my earliest memory, but one of my earliest memories. I was three years old, and I'm standing in my living room watching reruns of Kung Fu, which my mother said I've done since I was an infant, since I was born. She could like sit me in front of a TV with Kung Fu on. You're good. And yeah, and I'm, and I was probably legally blind, so that's even funnier. But yeah, she's like, yeah, you love that show from the moment you were born. And I remember three years old, I'm standing there and I'm watching it. I'm listening to Master Poe telling a story. And I'm like, yeah, when I grow up, I want to be like the cool old Kung Fu master that tells the good stories. That's what I want to be. Yeah. Like at three, I kind of decided. You're like, I want to be that guy. I'm going to be, be Master that. Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> master Poe all the way. Like, so that is probably my first Kung Fu hero. Like my first martial arts hero I can remember. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Entered entered I feel my like that's everyone's lexicon real quick. Yep. But he was my initial, I'd say, as well. Bruce Lee. Uh, I think I saw Enter the Dragon when I was nine or something. Mm. Just kinda watched it and that's that was the beginning of it. And I was like, Oh, nunchucks and everything. Like, I wanted okay. to do everything. Like uh, everything, yeah. Nah, um original Thundercats. Mm -hmm. Like the eighties one. Oh, yeah. Uh Panthro had nunchucks. I had a Red and blue pair of nunchucks I'd whack myself with yep. the head with all the Panther time. Panther was definitely the inspiration He's, behind that, for sure. Panther's the man. Uh, him and, of course, Michelangelo of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, actually. yeah. Michelangelo, obviously. <laughs> um, but I think I, mean, I think every kid kid is kind of, like, initially exposed to, like, good and evil. And then, you know, kind of like it shows... Uh, uh, I guess you can kind of start to, like pick out um for me like when i was a kid i wanted to be like very similar like master splinter like telling yeah. stories you know and just having yeah. having experiences to back those up blah 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 so i think every kid like could envision themselves doing that yeah um but i don't think every kid 
grows up to be that obviously no close to no one does yeah almost no one yeah but it's like people let people let go of their dreams yeah man. we're sticking to the martial path dog <laughs> stick to it tough it out yo yeah well you know that's why um why robin was created two reasons one to give batman someone to talk to because thought bubbles weren't necessarily a thing in the 30s right and so it was just batman sitting there dialogue and then like no dialogue Less. just yeah batman sitting there and then someone robbing something batman sitting there beating their ass like, the end yeah the end and so they're like well let's give someone uh let's give batman someone to talk to he needs a he needs a sidekick yeah and they created robin but also the other reason they created robin was it was easier to think you could be batman's sidekick than you could be batman yeah it was sort of a marketing ploy in that respect of that there's another you know, level <laughs> dream to be robin and hang out with batman right like it's a little easier can, jump yeah yeah and that's yeah just the uh the apprenticeship type the apprenticeship uh, thing is big you relationship, know relationship yeah especially martial arts like it's gone away and i think it's sh- not I, gone away but it's lesser than it was it's much lesser than it was but it, i don't know if it got corrupted by movies or like weird cultural transitions social media exposed a lot of it social media probably exposed like because cause i know as as a former apprentice yeah um yeah. and a, under a few different people that's i don't know yeah probably yeah none of that would have happened today yeah like that. looking back on some of the stuff <laughs> like just even just like because you kind of came right at the tail end of that. Yeah. yeah. You were like the last, really. And just like the cultural climate, I guess. Like, that was the last time you could probably get away with that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, like, like I say that like I'm fucking old or something. But old now, now. Yeah, nowadays, yeah, like, the second something happens, it's going to be like blasted all over it's social popular. media. It's in yeah. your face. Ten people have yeah. made up weird comments about it. You know, and just like, you know, mm-hmm. further the weird thing. So. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's. It's not like good and evil. It's that give and take. Right. Of sometimes that apprenticeship is good. Yeah. If you get with a good person and there's boundaries to it and there's a certain purpose to it, it's a nice thing. But if you, you know, find yourself uh, mowing your master's lawn with a catheter in when you should be in the hospital. Well, yeah. A personal story. Right. But, doing <laughs> your laundry or some shit. Yeah. 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 I definitely did that sometimes. Um, that went a little too far. Right. But, uh, I'm not above teaching someone how to do laundry. I don't expect you to do mine. No. But, because I'm kind of particular about my laundry. <laughs> I have a lot of, I have a lot of uniforms. But, um, <laughs> I do things the right way. <laughs> it's um, true. But yeah, the, just, I think it got abused. Like oh, that, very much that so. That apprenticeship, that mentorship relationship was just. Mm. obviously abused by the wrong people and then that kind of almost like be- became part of the culture it's like <laughs> good that, master that was bad expected. master like, good yeah. master bad master yeah the whole karate kid thing you know right. miyagi versus crease but now with like with season two of cobra kai coming out right. you're getting to see yeah. those nuances <laughs> like oh dang There's two sides johnny was he was bad for a reason but like now i kind of want him to win yeah oh geez okay. uh i think yeah, it's a really good example of that. But um, just people always thinking that, like, for instance, like when I was coming up, there was it, social media was still very prominent, but it wasn't like at, quite as prominent. It was just like wasn't as accessible. Basically, yeah, it's basically still just like chat room esque, and there's like people talking shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And 
it was just a, a really strange thing to witness, I guess, and just like be a part of, like as mm. a kid. Because I didn't really get, in, I really didn't get into it until yeah. it was like mainstream. So, so like I guess what I'm trying to say is like I learned a lot of just by observation, like learned a ton about what not to do in those situations. And oh, stuff nice. Like that. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. That's sort of what I'm getting at. Just like kind of taking myself away and just observing it, and just being like, oh, this is fucking weird. This is fucking weird. And just kind of taking note, and then. I just took my teeth out. Nice. Took my retainer out. That's Straight. weird too. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think just the the relationship there starts to get strained, or like the the blinds start to get blurred, and like that's where it starts to get into when, like a slippery slope. When keyboard warriors have to either back up the keyboard yeah. or become what they type, right? You like, know, everyone's got guts online, yeah. bro. And then you put, but, them in, put them in the match. Then it's yeah, put them in the match. Or, you know, I mean, just like you say you're going to treat a person a certain way and then they expect you to do that or like yeah. you live up to your whatever. Right. Like it's weird, man. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hall years ago had uh, just like an open letter to the jiu-jitsu community about just oh, hero worship that. and martial arts. That. Yeah. And that was after he had left. Who was he under? And, Huh? Was under, well, it was a I believe event? he left Maryland and then went to DC to start his own joint. Okay. Uh, and he's, then, yeah, he's like in Northern Virginia now. Yeah. yeah. And now, like right now, today, like Gordon Ryan and uh, Andre Galvo were going at each other, and uh, he, just, they, they, he just kicked Keenan out. He kicked Keenan Cornelius out of Latos. <laughs> oh no way! Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Because Keenan uh, seems like a nice dude to me. He is. But he also uh, seems like him. a brutally honest kind of dude. Uh, I like met Maybe him. he's moving that way. Well, he's just, he's focused on his stuff. Uh, and he's getting attention with it. And he was a prospect before he came to Otto. So, like, now it's, it, it's but, I was reading articles about it. And yeah. just trying to piece together what it was. Like, obviously, we don't, I won't know because I wasn't there. Not anything, there, yeah. But, so but reading what I'm gathering, it's a lot of, like, the hero worship my way or the highway kind of thing. Like... Hmm. And Keenan's just, like, not playing into it. Like, that's funny, because Atos is a super gym. Right. It seems it was always created for the best people to come hang out with each other. Right. So why would Galvo be pissed if... That's unusual. And now it's... Uh, I don't know if it... Because some of the articles I've read were talking about how he is directly and just diametrically opposed to, like, what they do there. Like, a lot of them use PEDs. He's directly outspoken about that about not using them he's uh is the training weird too i mean do they just beat each other up all the time that's what i've known that's the thing like they wanted several other team members to be like the face of atos and like keenan was still like the guy he's still oh he's the most visible yeah he's most visible and the most dominant he makes himself the most visible and he's he's very dominant Mm -hmm. you know he's not like he's kind of in and out of the scene but he's yeah and like from what i'm gathering it's like (laughs) It's like they want, you know, all the credit to go back to Atos and Andre Galvo and this and that, like which is part, you know, probably part of his training and part of his journey. But he can't attribute everything in his life to, you know, no, to that it, part of it. That's that. I kind of get that. Um, I do. I kind of mm-hmm. get that actually. I kind of went through a, a pre-social media. I'm not that good at this stuff kind of version yeah. of that, but. Um, that is weird because Atos from the beginning, at least from my perspective as an outsider looking at it, was clearly just a super gym. Right. It was just all the best guys come here. 
you know, fly our flag, come train here. It's just good training partner action, right? right? That's really what it seemed That's like. That's what so I gathered from it. it why like, would the dude that runs it be pissed that he wasn't the focal point when it's initially, it didn't even seem like it was supposed to be that. Right. And that's, but then, okay, yeah, initially, if you make a super gym, then maybe you think you're the, the super <laughs> part of the gym. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and even if you, like, I think it can morph into that. Even if you start a gym with the best intentions and this and that, I oh, think yeah. you can absolutely just morph it into It can just definitely just go down. Power hungry, just mm-hmm. nuts, like, and I've seen that happen, too. Like, I live through that. Much smaller yeah. scale, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 funny because we say smaller scale, but it's much less noticeable scale. Right. It's the exact same story. Just, it's just different. Just different scale. people. You know, we're not but famous. We don't we're have, not famous. We don't you know, we're not super. Day. We're not the top of the heap. Yeah. You know, but the same story happened. But then you look back. Okay, why the hell did the story happen? Yeah. And it's always the same reasons. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. It's very yeah. Uh, and it's just I don't know like, it seems like. A lot in jujitsu, like you, you have people wanting to keep other people under their thumb, like, like, oh, you're on my team. It's a martial arts thing in general, I, yeah, dude. Yeah, it is. And like, um, yeah, just keeping thumb on people, and like, we both experience that, and like, it still goes on, and like, it's vocal, it's out there, but it doesn't change necessarily. It doesn't be. It's it's, it's almost like an abusive uh, thing because you're like, oh, mine's different, or this is different. Well, or, yeah, I mean, know. it's clear, clearly. I mean, if I have, um, I'm a kind of a psychology nut. But, you know, because I like to communicate with people. Yeah. And it's all very classic, like, codependency, abuse victim stuff. Yeah. But no one ever looks at themselves like that. But no one that's being abused looks at themselves as someone's being abused. Right. It's, yeah. It, like, not yeah. me. No, it's not <laughs> happening to me. Yeah. Okay. Coming from... Yeah. I don't think, like, if you want to call it an abusive environment, like, sure it was, but, like, not, not, like some other people's like i understand it's a different it's It's a different different thing but it's once again that whole scale of mentality it's the same sort of process but how how extreme is it yeah and i but the the processes of you know chipping away and getting inside and taking Mm -hmm. advantage of that is the same Mm -hmm. um and you and you know you hear it in other martial arts and other gyms and other this it's very prominent Mm. uh i i i don't know if it's is like natural for it to morph into that or if it's uh just a person-to-person thing <laughs> i think it's a person-to-person thing i, I think, think so it's too. people don't look at their culture from the outside yeah there's like oh, this is just, how we're doing it this like, is how i did it so this is how i was taught so this is how i'm gonna do it and i think and that's probably get, the most dangerous way to do it super <laughs> dangerous man but yeah i think that like come going back to your social media thing is because that's opened up people have seen a new way mm-hmm. and so um i don't know a weird example for me is belt tests Yep. I didn't know any other way for a long time, even though I had a problem with them. And it got to a point when I was well, I was, by the time I was like a third degree black belt, I just started taking every test, mm-hmm. even though I was an instructor, so people could cheat off me. Sure. Because I thought the tests were bullshit. Right. And so, but like, that was the system. And so I'd just be like, I'm going to be up front, guys. And I tell everyone, if you get nervous, look at me. I'll do everything right. Yeah. And literally, that's what I did. And... I didn't know any other way, but I didn't like the way that I was doing it. And then I found, then, I, then you know, years and years later, when I find jujitsu, and there are no belt tests, and there right. are, it's just come and train, and there's a promotion, or sometimes your your instructor comes up and hands you the you belt, get a stripe or a belt. Yeah. You get a stripe or a belt, or they have like you know the promotion ceremony where you just sit there and watch everyone get stripes and belts. Team, teammates like, get promoted. And they're cool. like, okay, cool. Yeah, and I prefer that. Yeah, but I didn't. 
I didn't know the system. I didn't know the other way, you know. And so, it's cool to have been exposed to different things. Yeah. But you know, if if you don't, if you don't ever leave your house, how are you going to know what the world's like? Yeah. Uh, you're not. Yeah. Exactly. You know? I mean, um, all right, another another example. I lived in China when I turned twenty in China, long ago, long back ago. in the fifteen hundreds. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, eons ago. Now, but um, I turned twenty in China, and that was a that was a cool ass birthday party. There's a lot of cake being splashed yeah. on walls because, like, how you chops, <laughs> how you cake with chopsticks, but um, <laughs> it just turns into a food fight. But um, I got to see the United States from an outsider perspective. No one ever thought I was from the U.S. They all thought I was Canadian, <laughs> and I'm like, "Why do you guys think I'm Canadian?" It's like, "Cause you're skinny and nice." <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, okay." Makes sense. And I'm like, stereotypes are weird. And then I'd see the stereotype being fulfilled. I'd be like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Why are those the people that travel? Yeah. Like, that's the guy. Yeah. And so now, like, but then I've been, you know, in it, you know, then I went to Korea and got to kind of see South Korea as a, as a place, not Mm -hmm. as a concept. And, and then I came back and I was like, man, it's all bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, another thing that's kind of shaped the way I look at things is, it made it a lot easier for me to step outside of the situation and yep. say, all right, where pieces are in play. Yeah. All right. I understand this. You know, do I want to be one of the pieces or I'm done? And it's a lot easier for me to separate. Yeah. You know, but it took a long time. I had to go through, I mean, you know, that was a good 10 years of development before, after, after China, it was a good 10 years of development yeah. before so, I was able to really. So going, going to China, like during that time, like prior or post, like what was your timeline on like splits and like weird stuff like what was your mentality when you were there oh okay so my mentality as i was there um the school i was at at the time it's funny i judge everything by training and injuries you could tell (laughs) but the school was starting to fall apart there was starting to be some infighting it was starting to get weird it was really strange and i remember i was teaching class one night and i thought I need to get the fuck out of here. I don't, I never thought that before in my life. That's, I never not wanted to that, be there. It usually comes in your mind like a lightning bolt. It's like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out. <gasps> and, and you're like, <gasps> oh, it scared me so bad. I left yeah. the country. Yep. Like I had the opportunity to leave. So I left. I was gone for like four months. I wasn't gone for a long time. And I came back. And I remember before I left, um, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she had lived abroad for like a year in high school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're going to be gone long enough that everyone's going to change. You're going to change. I'm going to change. We ended up breaking up while we were in China, too. That was, that's a crazy changed. story. It's changed, right? <laughs> but she's like, you're all going to grow. We're all going to keep growing, but we're going to be apart. So you're going to come back, and it's going to be different. She's like, I don't know how it's going to be different, but it'll be it different. Be. And I came back, and I was like, oh, shit, it is. You know, because I was waiting. Cause I, you know, she was right. Mm-hmm. I knew she was right. So I was waiting for that to happen. And yeah. I came back, and... You know, shortly after the school kind of fell apart, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I came back was for the damn school. Yeah, and like I had a job in Hong, I had a job off. I could have, like, I could have, I could have resigned as an English teacher. I could have went and worked at a coffee shop in Hong Kong. I would know Donnie Yen by now. Exactly. Be in action kung fu movies would be great, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that's where my mind goes. But um, that fell apart. But kind of as that was falling apart, we'd already been training up here, so we transferred to a school up here. Mm-hmm. And things were weird with my teacher that down in a, down in A Town, but we worked it out because I mean I love I love Doc man she's she's the best, and and um, and we were up here at this school, and then the 
this school up here that fell apart and so i left with one of the other owners that left and then you know that kind of turned into that weird journey mm -hmm. and i ended up moving up here to teach at that school and you know repay my debt because i have honor sure right sure. debt is paid my friend honors fulfilled right? right but as that started out as something good with just a tinge there was a tinge of, of negativity there mm -hmm. i remember when it started and i remember thinking that's not cool we can't cultivate that but then over the years it built and it built and it built until it fell apart. And once that place fell apart, I was done. Yeah. Like I trained at another friend's school for a little while, just kind of as a transition phase. And uh, my whole family was still training. So they were kind of training there for a while and then they kind of dropped out. And, mm. and then I was like, I'm Wasn't done. Wasn't the same, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. And then I kind of stepped away. Yeah. And I boxed for a few years and then I completely stepped away and then I was like, yeah, my legs work again. I think I'll do jujitsu. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's the life, and here we are today. Yeah. Uh, uh. I, that, that sort of happened on my end, too, but I was staying, and things were rotating. So uh -huh. I was just, like, the, <laughs> the constant, sort of, in terms of just, like, being there. Oh, you're the happy little center of the universe. Everything's changing. Everything's changing. I'm just sitting there with, like, a you know, deer in the headlights look. Like, whatever. I just want... You were, you were a kid, too. Like, yeah. You didn't know what's going on. I didn't know what, the, what it meant and shit. So yeah. I was like, whatever. I just want to keep training. So that's yeah, why I was there. See, that was me, too. It was just, I want to train. So. I want to train and train consistently, and I like it here. So that's what kept you going there, you know? That we know, man. Uh, but that, that also is, you know, kind of the downfall, you know? Being glued into that sort of thing like mm. uh, put the blinders on and just go well yeah. the one caveat for both of us i think is we're both telling these stories from long enough ago that there wasn't a lot of choice mm -hmm. there weren't a lot of places to train right that's a fly it's a big fly somewhere sorry all right there weren't, there weren't, um, <laughs> there weren't a lot of places to train so leaving meant not training at all anymore yeah, yeah. whereas now there's a lot more, I would hope, good schools to train oh, yeah. at. You know, and there's options. Yeah. You know? Well, the thing is, like, at that time, I mean, shit, back then, like, the jiu-jitsu community isn't that big. Like, everyone knows each yeah. other in some way, shape, or form. The martial like, arts community in general isn't yeah, that big. exactly. We all know each other somehow. Yeah, and, like, why, just in a weird way, like, why would you be, like, divisive? Like, we're the only people that do this stuff. Like, why would we have to be weird about it, you know? Like, why can't we come and do cool shit, like, yeah, why collaborate? Can't, why can't we all just be friends? Because we're all, all we on the same weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was just talking to someone about this earlier. Like, sometimes people outgrow stuff, like, outgrow environments, outgrow whatever and it's fine if they leave like it doesn't it doesn't have to be a weird contentious like oh they fucking left thing you know like yeah they're growing and expanding and this was their home and now they're going to make a new one and you can go there like why does it have to be like oh they have to stay here forever and be yeah. fly our flag and yeah i, just, I mean i don't yeah. i never i well obviously i did buy into that for a while yeah, and then clearly now i'm like did. jesus christ like why would you ever do that like why would you limit yourself that way yeah. and, so, and i guess that's where like <laughs> you can get in trouble with blind loyalty and honor and stuff like keeping like oh just see it through just see it through like you know, see it through to the fucking end like <laughs> yeah i mean I i've end. seen it through to the end a few times guys exactly don't but, do it but that also taught me is like you can rebuild yeah you can totally you can rebuild. rebuild it's very possible to rebuild and i mean having you know i'm on my second jujitsu school now i'm i'm a full creonch all right 
but <laughs> just in a real word. Just in a real <laughs> word. No, yeah. But um, I give you two examples of that one. One when I when I had to stop boxing. Boxing was like a fucking gift from the universe for me. Mm-hmm. My coach was the perfect coach that I needed at the time. Just like a guy that would just teach me some stuff and leave me alone. And then we would have like a, a cool little conversation here and there. And that was it. That was cool. And when I, I just kind of didn't have time anymore. Mm-hmm. I was only going like once a week or like every other week. And it was, it just got bad. Yeah. And I just kind of walked up to him one day and I was like, man, I, I got to quit. I don't have any time. And I'm a grown ass man at the time. It's so funny. Right. He's not that much older than me. Yeah. And he goes, he looks at me and says, it's okay. He goes, I understand. And that was it. Yeah. And that made me feel so good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I've had a few, like the, that chat with a few coaches. Mm-hmm. Like some have had really good reactions and I've had really bad reactions. Mm-hmm. So like, I understand that like the that, feeling of the, so when I had that chat with you, yeah, it was very similar. I was You're like, like cool, dude. <laughs> do what you do, man. Do what you do. It's you cool. You got to do what you got to do. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and I, that has learned a behavior. Well, I should say it's, observed and learned behavior because i observed the you observed the other end of it yeah and i was yeah. like fuck that mm-hmm. anyone ever comes to me and is like hey i'm gonna leave and be like fuck yeah cool like come back and train if you want sometimes like i'd love to see what you're learning like mm-hmm. i had a friend go out to he was here and then he moved out to oregon went and started training 10th planet stuff and like ended up Booyah. not staying out there but he started to come back and he's doing he brought some amazing cool stuff into the environment that's so, that's like, fun like it's great train with other people learn new exactly. things man yeah um and i think it is it, it'll boil down to like a it boils down to an ego thing and stuff as an instructor to be like well i, I i'm right i want to be right and then i want my people to listen to me and i want well it, it, i don't know if that's like uh that's part of it but what the that's sort of, I don't want to say the made up part, it's the insecurity part of yeah. it. But the other part is you got to pay your bills. Yeah. If yeah. people are leaving your school, their tuition is leaving. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so sometimes people get, especially in a, um, I don't know. I mean, I know this from a, uh, when a school became unsuccessful, that the, the owner's head got real big. And that's what really really started the snowball effect Mm -hmm. i've never seen it in a successful school say the Athos example i know they're making plenty of money yeah they expand massive facilities yeah and so but i don't know like their reasons so i mean that maybe that's just purely egotistical sure but sometimes you get that money pressure man and you 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 squeeze too tight (laughs) and even uh, i understand that but i would almost i'd be transparent i guess like i'd be like yo School's hurting. <laughs> you know, we need help. Well, I wouldn't be like manipulating people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's, it kind of goes back to the what kind of instructor are you? Are you the perfect sure. instructor or are you the instructor that learns from their mistakes yeah. and is open about that? I screw things up sometimes. You, I get beat by students sometimes. Or are you the instructor that's perfect all the time? The, the instructor I'm referring to was one of those perfect all the time kind of people. Mm-hmm. You know, and then anytime he would get beat or someone would do something better. Oh, it was, he wouldn't, the, maybe he would flip out right there, the but it would build. Get sucked out of the room. You're like, what oh, the yeah. fuck? It's, yeah, what it's happened? chillier. Like, ugh, yeah. I hate that shit. And it's, shit. it's that kind of thing. So yeah, does it, I, you know, it comes from sort of the place of paying the bills, but it also comes from the place of how did you initially create the environment? Mm-hmm. What do you act like? You know? well, yeah, like, and 
it's just like what it'll boil down to like do you take care of people or not <laughs> mm-hmm. like can you put the person before the money or this or that or you know yeah and i understand like especially as a business owner like you have to fucking keep the lights on you have to keep your shit chugging along but mm-hmm. but yeah how do you do that but, yeah, in, but the I think there's way? a what's line the, the, where you the lose. Better way? Yeah, you lose the humanity with it, and you and, lose the. I mean, and once you lose the humanity, it falls apart. It's all fucked. It's completely fucked. Again, look yeah. at one of our old episodes. It all boils down to love. <laughs> Straight up. So if you put, pump anything, but that at the base, it's gonna trickle and it's gonna fucking. It's gonna be destroyed. It's gonna be toxic and like. Uh, toxic toxicity and toxic environments and shit. You know that's a word and phrase being thrown around a lot anymore, it's, but like it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's thrown around a lot now, but it didn't to used see to it, to see it, actually know where that, where it comes from and why it gets thrown around and now. look at the seed of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can kind of see, look back and see where things begin. Yeah. All right. So let's draw this back into martial arts here as we kind of got sucked down the, uh, the evil path yeah, yeah. of what happens when your hero is human. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I think both of us are talking about that. We ended up training with people we really looked up to and they were, People. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't think you were a person. You just destroyer. Awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. Real people with, you know, like, like yeah. Flaws. With total, they have flaws. All right. So let's go the other way. Um, Say people you don't necessarily get to train with. Mm-hmm. Say comic book characters or movies. Like, mm-hmm. I love me some Donnie Yen, bro. Yeah. yeah. I was, as a kid, like as a little kid, I really liked Billy the Kid. Like I was obsessed Hell with yeah. Billy the Kid and like. I need to get young guns. Oh, dude, I love you. I love so good. <laughs> Such good. Uh, but I, just, I read a lot about Billy the Kid, and it's like I understood his leadership, I, as uh, or I just his. Uh, he was a pretty engaging dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He had a vision, charisma, and it wasn't conventional. Uh. Um, but he, uh, the charisma that kind of fueled that. I was like, that's interesting. Cause I, like as a kid, I was like, I'm not very charismatic. I'm what I want to look mm-hmm. at a charismatic person and be like, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, learn from that person. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know, shooting off one liners, you know, being, yeah, one liners yeah, are a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, Watch you know, your movies like, and read your comics. Get those good one liners. You get your, your wit from stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast this morning, um, an interview, um, a woman named, um, I can never remember her name. At the time, I'll put it up there. But she was, she's all about communication. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with my brain today. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Vanessa Van something. All right. Van, 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 Van. Van something. Yeah, but she, she's all about communication. And she was like, all right, you want to know how you walk into a room, like a party of people you don't know, and you want to like get to know people, and people want to like like, so like, don't worry about people liking you. Don't worry about saying one-liners. Find a way to like everybody. No matter who you're talking to, talk to them and find a way to like them as if you were going to introduce them to somebody for an interview later. And then that's your line of questioning. You Pay attention. Find out about them. Find a way for to like them, for you to like them, not for them to like you. And your Billy the Kid thing kind of made me think of that. Yeah. Of... That's one of the kind of the essence of charisma of as a teacher, you know, naming a story about everybody is what I always say. Sure. But how do you do that? You find a way to like that person, regardless of their age or anything. Yep. What, I think that's uh, either like whether you're conscious or, you know, it's a subconscious thing. You're like, 
that's the link. There's like an immediate link. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's my thing to them. You know, that's my, yep. like yep. one of my guys that he's kind of quiet. Like he's, he's newer, but like he's been around for a minute. Um, very humble. I, I like having him around a lot. He rolls great. Um, but just quiet, you know, so I was just like, and I didn't want to like poke and prod and be like, yo, like what, are, you know, so I was just waiting. Yeah. Um, came out, he has like two pit bulls. Oh, cool. I'm like, oh, dang, like, well, I have a pit bull. That's like my link, you know? Yeah, there you go. Um, oh. on top, it's just like, I want to make a human link. Like we're there to fight each other and to learn combat, but I want to make a human but link. But friends, man. Yeah. yeah. You're helping each other. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know. And maybe that's Atos's problem. Maybe. Maybe there's not the human link there right maybe. now. Maybe. it's just, you're good, I'm good. Let's butt heads. I don't know. And I don't know. Yeah. It's not, again, like, I would love to be like a fly on the wall for a month over there. Oh, <laughs> like, hell yeah, hey, just man. to see the jiu-jitsu, but. Yeah, really. Uh, Take to see the, <laughs> the inner workings of what goes on outside of jiu-jitsu. Because that's yeah, important, too. That's fun. That's the fun part, man. Environment before and after class. That'll tell you a it lot is. about a school. It will. It will. <laughs> and it's funny because you'll have your initial assessment of it, and it but then you got to be there for a while to kind of get a get a reference point for that environment yeah you know because maybe people don't talk a lot maybe they don't do much but mm-hmm. maybe this school's really cool yeah and that's part of why it's cool mm-hmm. or you know eh, all kinds of weird things going there's on. yeah <clears throat> and i think like the the openness with jujitsu like it's not as formal and as rigid as uh, uh, yeah, as Taekwondo other or anything as, like that. So, yeah, as uh, other martial arts, especially so it's not unheard of for someone to be like, "Hey, you want to roll?" and like ask me to roll. You know, I wouldn't be like, "Fuck no!" Like I'm brown belt. You don't ask brown belt. You don't like, ask Fuck me. yeah, I want to roll. Like yeah, that's what we're fucking here for. We're here for, dude. <laughs> that's what we do. That's, what, that's my job. Yeah, I'm gonna, and, and it's fun. So like, uh. I just I don't understand that. Uh. Whether it's just again comes back to the insecurity of skills or you have to mm. guard your rank or whatever. But yeah. so all right, I'm gonna. I want to ask us a question because mm-hmm. here we are trying to talk about our heroes mm-hmm. and We're we keep, still. we keep delving into this, <laughs> this weirdness yeah. of like why this place is screwed up or why this place is good. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's gotta be a reason for that. So let's walk it back of, are we initially looking for certain character traits or skill traits and then we find more or like, like, cause I think I thought this was gonna be like a pretty much straightforward. Like, why do you like Jackie Chan? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I like Jackie Chan. It's kind of right, not. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you want to like find someone who like resonates on the same frequency as martial, like for martial arts as you. Mm-hmm. Someone who gets the same kind of buzz or excitement about an angle or something like that. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you tune into them, you know, like that's like. Uh, I don't want to get negative. Uh, I was going to be like, that's the danger of charisma. It's like, the danger of charisma. <laughs> negative. Dangerous charisma. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> I can't wait to find that meme. Right. Uh, but the... <sighs> no, see, I, all I want to do is go negative with it. I'm trying to go positive. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Um, it's tough today. Just because we have so much... I don't want to say so much negative experience. We just have experience with the other side. But the Experience, yeah, I guess with the other side. So, okay, let's... Well, then let's go positive. Yeah. All right, so... All right, so let's take. I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna pick a place to start. Let's take Donnie Yen. Yeah. Donnie Yen has genres of films that he does. My favorite version of what Donnie Yen does is what I would call the kung fu cop drama, um, Flashpoint, Special ID, um, uh, was it Kill Zone in the United States? Yeah, it's called Kill Zone in the U.S. Kung fu cop drama. 
All right, he does a lot of MMA and a lot of um, movie-style jujitsu is what yeah. I would call it because it's a bit bigger. Flashy. And, and not necessarily not say flashy, just noticeable. Like John Wick throwing and over the top. Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah. It's so you can the camera can the see motion. it. Yeah. yeah, right? And so for me, I love that shit. Like, I want to, like, every time I every time I get someone in a Mateleo or in a choke. I scream, ah, like I'm under a tree, <laughs> yeah, killing a dude, yeah, like from Flashpoint. Right. But um, you know, so that's the kind of thing I like to I like to look for mm -hmm. the opportunities to sort of live out the fight scene. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think the opportunity to to come out on top, the opportunity to prevail, the opportunity to prevail, or um, you know, I was. Been listening to some uh, some deep ass music. Yeah, yeah. I've got some good stuff. I have to show it to you. But I was listening to this song, and it was like, it was a, it was a fight scene in the rain where you can't, where you don't save her. Like she dies. And I was like, man, this fucking hurts me. Yeah. But that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good scene. You know, that's a that's a that's a Korean movie right there. Right. But um, then you have a couple. But but it's. It's that too, is that you can kind of just dig down into the depths of just pain and yeah, like, work it out there. So is that part of it you think, like almost like a masochistic, like dig for the pain, see if you can handle it thing, or like, or it's, what do you think? Uh, like, I go both ways. Sometimes it was dig to the pain to see if I can handle it, yeah. or it's just I need to work some shit out. Right. And right. I need and I like to do that while I'm fighting because yeah. you'd in a flow state. Hypo, trans, uh, hypo hypo transient frontality where your frontal brain turns off your inner the inner woody allen goes away mm -hmm. and then the back of your brain just gets to work it out in your subconscious you're just working but i like to be i'm all about movement meditation like i'll sit and do the thing sometimes but i'd rather just be fighting somebody i'd rather be rolling to get into a flow state and then while i'm in that flow state it's your time the pain works away it yeah. works through it you yeah. know and but then, you know, I like the positive end of that, too. So it's the, you know, but then I, I always draw it back to a good fight scene. Uh, that's my way in. Mm -hmm. You know. And so, yeah, you can have your triumph. You can have your tragedy. You can have your emotional experience in a five-minute role. Yeah. And what is that today? Yeah, and I, if you're looking at martial arts heroes... I would bring up Donnie Yen because he's the best at making, uh, currently the best at making a, a movie with, you know, top-notch fight scenes that has a top-notch plot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah, a lot of it's either one or the other now, yeah. and like one yeah. lacking, but mm -hmm. his are very uh, symmetrical in that mm -hmm. way, yeah. Oh. I haven't seen all of his, but the ones I have seen are Oh, you don't know, he's been making movies since the 80s. Donnie Yen's 52. He's been busy. <laughs> yeah, he makes like three or four movies a year. Yeah, these days, like yeah, but he's a lot older than you think because he but just now, looks I mean, the same. All that experience, he streamlined the process. He's just oh yeah, he's got he's got a he's got a way of doing things. And yeah, you're like oh shit, it's Donnie Yen. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's going to be good. Yeah. You know, I know it's like you're something. I'm going to like something <clears throat> about this film. But um, you know, it's kind of picking heroes if we're going that direction with it. But then let's go the other way. Like you know, the reason I can do a split between two chairs. This is Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah. bro. Because you want to, you see something absurd <laughs> or, you know, 
inhuman or something that you're might like, be so, somewhat superhuman or just not normal. And you're like, fuck, that's cool. Fuck, that's cool. I want to try or that. Or you see someone do a yeah. backflip. You're like, fuck, can I do that? Yeah, can you I know? figure that out? Yeah. And then <laughs> you start trying and bust your ass. And like, if that depends. Like, Maybe you figure it out. Are you going to get up and try it again or you say, fuck that and walk off? Mm -hmm. But yeah, <laughs> inspiration's a cool thing, man. And it, it motivates you it, it, when it turns into motivation to do an action. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Um, as a little kid, everyone was like, you should be a computer programmer. Because I was half the size of everybody, and I had asthma, and I was blind. And I'm like, but I want to kick ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to yeah. be a computer programmer. I want to do, I want to fight people like Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but movies and comic books sort of said, okay, you know, there, here's, here's your template. Mm -hmm. Give it a shot. Have you, have you seen Glass yet? Mm -mm. Oh, dude. All right. Yeah. Zero spoilers. I just watched it last night. Yeah. It's very much that line of, you know, are you going to believe people that say you're not a superhuman or are you just going to go be superhuman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like a short, fat kid and I was just, no one like picked on me, but I was just like insecure about it, blah, blah, whatever. So I was just like, what is the opposite of that? Yeah. What's what is the, the opposite? What is the... Like, what do I got to be to not be that? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's like, I picked up, uh, I really liked, uh. <laughs> Goliath from Gargoyles. The series. Oh hell yeah! That's a man. That's a classic series. Yeah, that's a great dude. cartoon, man. Like he's kind of a darker classic uh, leader hero kind of person. Like he really fulfills was, that. Like uh, yeah, he had a very tragic tragic, tragic, tragic hero. hero role. Yeah, yeah. tragic hero role for um, sure. That was a really well done kid version of a tragic hero. Absolutely, yeah. I, I really bit into that one. So I was like, I just understood. I guess I started to see that. Like, gotta make the hard decisions too. So like, that but, made me understand that, that, like being a leader, being you know the head yeah. person in charge, isn't always fucking rainbows oh, and butterflies. No, it's not. But yeah. it's a it's a fun place to be if you know how to handle it and you know, continue yeah. to know how to handle it. Yeah, you, and it, it it changes over time. It and evolves. I think maybe that's the thing. Like you just got faced with, or you know, Atos, whatever, got faced with some scenario, and they just reacted poorly. And then like because of the scale and size of what it is what it is now, like it. You can't apply the old format to the new yeah, system, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, it's yeah, like, no, it could just be, you know, it's a minor fucking thing. It'll iron out. It doesn't matter. It happens all the time now, but mm -hmm. it does make you wonder. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, that transition phase thing, man. Yeah. Is when you're upgrading, you got to figure out the upgrade. <laughs> and if people aren't, people don't, then there's, you know, there's kinks in the system, man. Yeah. Uh, and I, being able to bat stuff back and forth with you, I think, helps us prevent the kinks a little bit yeah because we kind of we have oh, similar shit. perspectives but you know we're far enough apart especially now that we can kind of bring from different angles mm. it's very cool for sure so they like, kind of keep each other online is i something i always used to say is um when i was at the old school i always felt like i failed it because i didn't keep my master in check mm. like as the number two guys like yeah, the right hand yeah. man i was that was supposed to be one of my jobs was to like stop his stop his head from getting too big. Yeah, and that's just stupid movie shit. Like that shouldn't be a thing. Right, at no, all. that should not. That be a should thing. not be a thing. But like in my head, I wanted like that's what I make it. Yeah. And you know. Well, I mean, even if it's you're just a blast shield for the rest of the school, even like now that I was too. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like all right, take the brunt of this, so no one else has to, and mm -hmm. then things will be fucking fine after. <laughs> yeah, character building will be fine. Yeah, if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's a character there. Yeah. There's a villain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, like, uh, Goliath, Lino. I mean, 
you have your standard fucking heroes. Like, that was when, uh, like, good and, there was, like, the, the line between good and evil was very clear-cut, and you were a Thundercat, or your fucking mum you know? Yeah, yeah, straight up, uh, there's no... It yeah. wasn't like the... Like, now, nah, it's not like that in real it's life. Not, people are... And people movies are starting to reflect that more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is good and bad. Right. Um, watch class. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... I like that Johnny's a human being. I never thought I would root for that guy. Mm-hmm. But I, then I saw season one of Cobra Kai and I was like, well, of course. Right. He just got under the, he just, it's under the bad, bad teacher. Bad look, yeah. You know, but he was also a bad student. He took everything in the wrong direction. Right. He, he, he drank the Kool-Aid and, you know. Acted like the bad dude, you know, because... And that's, I think, another reason why, like, environments will live on for so long. It's because people just keep doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing you got to be as, um, that's my, my big gripe as an adult with, um, with what Miyagi said, no bad students, just bad teacher. There's plenty of bad students in Fuck the yeah. world, man. Oh, hell Fuck yeah. yeah, there are tons of bad students, even under good teachers. And that's literally just because they chose that day to be a bastard <laughs> or something like, they just chose to be that way but it comes down to choice of um i come from a town where everyone's on something mm-hmm. i've never done any drugs in my life i've never even smoked pot although i lived in athens so i'm just you i breathed did, i breathed right. down there but not intentionally right yeah but um because i'm just that kind of person mm-hmm. is that i can i can hang out with thieves and gangsters and people doing all kinds of bad stuff and not do it that and then, but also like not come down on other people. For, no, but you know I mean? not like, judge them for it either. Yeah, like that's that's, thing. that's what you do. That's your thing, you know. Hey, and you know, I didn't like. I wasn't like. I wasn't preaching to anybody. Right, that's like, bad. I'm like black belt, whatever. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. no, I'm not doing that. You know, you can just let people be who they are and maybe watch out for them a little bit if yeah. they're doing something dumb, like reckless. Yeah. yeah, if they're being, you know. But um, gotta make your own choices, right? You know, and just be yeah. able to be that. Maybe, yeah, like that can be another thing too. Is like. People think they fulfill that, like, you know, leadership role, and they start chasing after people too much. Like, don't do this, don't do this, and they just don't let them be their own person enough. Or well, know. not knowing what a leader is. Yeah. Okay, so if we go to movie examples, um, that's a a sort of a time thing of how was leader represented in this time versus how was leader represented in this time, mm-hmm. and if you're not a a history buff. You don't see the cycle, like how it's a cycle. Yeah. There's, you know, this era a leader was represented in films or in comics or in books this way. Mm-hmm. In this era, they were actually very different. Mm-hmm. And then you have sort of opposites. You have you have you have your outliers in every era. But if you don't dig into, we're both big fans of Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. I I read. Um, Leaders Eat Last to my daughter is a bedtime book. Yeah, that's a great book. It's a great book, yeah. And I, I mean, my, we would talk about it. I gave and, that one to my dad. He liked it a lot, too. Yeah, and like, when she does stuff, when I'm not there, she'll be in a group and I'll come in and pick her up from somewhere. And parents would be like, oh, she's such a good leader. And I'm like, I wonder what she's doing. I wonder yeah. if she remembers. Right, right. You know, but having experienced lots of different versions of a leader of or people that were or people that were at the front, whether they thought it was to tell everyone what to do or mm. to listen and help or, yeah. you know, and you kind of get to see all ends of that. Now we get negative, I think, because we've experienced bad leadership sure. that wasn't real. 
But then we're smart enough to dig in and find it and be like, oh, okay, that was bad. That was good. How can I be a proper leader, be a, you know, a good person? On top of that, though, too, uh, it's like, yeah, that was just my background. Just like getting like, getting like humility pounded into my head to the point of, un, you know, <laughs> to being the point unhealthy. of humiliation. <laughs> yeah, and just being unhealthy and just being like, well, I don't want to say the L word. I'm not a leader. I'm not a mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, because you have a negative, like negative connotation. Yeah, of that. Like, so I, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or, uh, so just yeah, just shifting that connotation to mm-hmm. either positive or just neutral, and just having it be what it is. And mm-hmm. but if you do it right, then then you're positive about it. Right, it's a yeah. good thing. Like I mean, read that book, Leaders Eat Last. is a really good book. It okay. lays it out really well. And um, if you look at sort of what's in there, I mean, it does come down to is find reasons to like people. You know, listen. Mm-hmm. Make sure everyone else eats before you eat. Take you know, care of people. Take care of people. Period. You know, and then it, I mean, and that's sort of the um, Hollywood version of karma. Of it comes back around. If you're good, people are good to you. Right. Well, I mean, that's, a lot of that's true. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know, I mean, I've a lot of people have given me a lot of things in my life, and I'm yeah. super grateful for it. But I don't expect it. I don't do but, good things yeah. because I'm going to get it. But it does come around. And as a martial arts teacher, that's a joke between us. Yeah, yeah. Of that happens to you all the time too. But it's very true. <laughs> it is super true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Hmm. Um. And, but I think it, issues pop up when that gets one way. Just. Yep. One way. One way, yeah. <laughs> Instead of, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street, yeah. And it always needs to be that way. I think we need to retitle this episode. I think so? I don't know. Do Where are we going with this? We keep trying to go, like, I love yeah, this I movie, and then we go into, but if you extrapolate all the meaning right. from that blink the, and that karate chop. The philosophy <laughs> of, of shitty leaders. <laughs> <laughs> what we've learned. Oh, uh, man, yeah. I mean, this is some... Uh, yeah, shift a little bit. But, like, uh... Someone who's real and very a real leader, I suppose. Teddy Roosevelt. Like I read mm. a few books. I love me some Roosevelt. That's my yeah. favorite president, right there. Yeah, my grandfather had a, a ton of books about him, and I I snagged a couple and read them. And mm. just the, the man, uh, dude. talk about someone who he's sickly kid. He was not necessarily healthy, <laughs> but who? he would fucking plug through and just do insane Still shit. Rough riders, man, yeah, all the way. Yeah. Was, he had asthma, but he had just terrible like, his, chest. I mean, and his, his wife and his mother died on the same day. Yeah. And he uh, just, like, disappeared for a while. But <laughs> he, he lived in accordance with nature. Yep. That's what I really, I was like, he, uh, it was, it was uh, his sense of right, wrong, and what he wanted to do was very clear. Um, mm. And it, with what he did with conviction, just such, like, I, yeah, I guess I mean, I've never experienced that type of like wholehearted self, just everything bull forward, like throw it in. Yeah, yeah like he's. I really. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe you have, and maybe history will maybe, tell, yeah. tell a whole different story, right? Because I'm sure Teddy Roosevelt didn't think much of what he was doing. Sure, you know he was, and, he was just living his life books and shit, and yeah, yeah, you know. But um, on a on a side note, I heard that um, okay, one Roosevelt was. a big into fighting he's big into combat mm-hmm. sports oh yeah a he separated a retina boxing in the white house and was blind in one eye because of it mm-hmm. but b i don't i hope this is true so much you know he invited a jujitsu match to the white house to learn jujitsu 
Do you know who that master brought with him? Uh, Maeda. Was it Maeda? Okay. Rumor has it that it was Maeda, Maeda himself. Was Maeda was there, and that the dude that outranked him was, and that's kind of like where Maeda split off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, rumor has it like I, Henzo said that actually because mm-hmm. he loves Roosevelt as well, uh, and I yeah. want that to be real. Well, I mean, I don't know if he directly said it, but uh, he said something like along the lines of like their grappling or their judos is eons ahead of American grappling or boxing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And that's proving to be true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still uh, very much true. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but yeah, he was, he, he, he traveled a lot. Um, so he's exposed to different things and he was exposed to boxing, wrestling, uh, judo, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, he just, he was in, uh, he was open minded enough to take it in. Exactly. He didn't think too much of himself to say, I'm an American white man. You can't do nothing to me. He's like, he's like, no, that's really neat. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's an avid big game hunter. He's like, what's the biggest critter on the world? You know, on the yeah. fucking face of the planet. I'm going to go get that fucker. Well, <laughs> get after that. Yeah. Uh, great. You can't go hunt elephants and shit now, but, uh, it was a different time. The <laughs> the mentality behind that, like, I'm going to go slay the beast of the earth, you know? Mm-hmm. The mentality is, yeah, I mean, can you do it? Right. You know, it might kill me. Yeah. But at least yeah. I'll know. And I believe, <laughs> I am a bit of a Sasquatcher uh, sometimes, but <laughs> I believe he had an experience with Sasquatch, Mr. Roosevelt did. so I would not he be wrote surprised. about it in his hunting diaries. That's the kind of guy that a Sasquatch would come up and chat with. Right. <laughs> I trust you. You cool. <laughs> he's talking about like the tree knocks and all the consistencies yeah. there. And he's like, oh, shit, it's my fucking Sasquatch, man. <laughs> hey, man. Gotcha. Yeah. So. <laughs> And even that just kind of gives this fun reaffirmation to Sasquatch, so. <laughs> oh, totally. But yeah, I mean, picking a hero, hmm? you know, that's that's a good one. That's one I also picked as well. I love Teddy Roosevelt. And yeah, I guess like boiling down to like what you, f- the attributes and virtues that you want to portray as a person, you get, you look for the most extreme examples of those in yeah. leaders, I you think. look for those and find them. Yeah, and I mean, and it's, you know, it goes all different directions. Sometimes you find them in somebody else, and then you find other things. Sometimes you find it, and you can put that in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I always made the joke, I was always looking for Mr. Miyagi. Never really found him, so I tried decided, I think I can become him. Yeah, that's yeah. that saying, you become the, the leader or the teacher you needed when you were a kid or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I, well, and that's something that resonates with me, because mm-hmm. like, even in school, like, just the way I thought and stuff, like, wasn't as, I don't want to say rewarded or just, like, as accepted, I guess. Or yeah, no, I was too outside the box, man. Yeah, they yeah. just weren't really having it, so I shut up at a really early age. Mm. Um, mm. I just learned to whisper jokes. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just, like, that type of relationship, too, like, with even scholastic teachers can mm-hmm. have an impact on it. Oh, everyone. I mean, and you have you got a handful of teachers you could think about be like, they helped. That dude yeah. helped. That dude sucked. That person was cool. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people, it boils like, down to moments. Yeah. And like, in, uh, in retrospect, I had to like, look back. I was like, damn, I hated math. But this one math teacher, like did she bust her ass to help me. Mm-hmm. And like, I would, if I could find her on Facebook, I'd write her a message and be like, yo, fucking thanks. Thank you. Like I hate yeah. school and all this shit still, but fucking thank you. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and then I remember the teachers that made me fucking hate school, like, mm-hmm. uh, and the way that made me feel and this and that. So like, just yeah. circling back to wanting it, wanting wow. to be a combination of leaders or and traits. That being you a want. combination of leaders and traits. And then if you, if you start to flesh that out, um, I'll bring a, a funny college story of, um, Dr. Gilders, who's a dude I absolutely love, who I used to absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
weird immaturity of me of because of that one class he taught it was just too damn hard mm -hmm. and everything like it was just so fucking hard i didn't and i thought he had control of that and i'm like why would you do that to your blur you know i have a lot of <laughs> other sh like this is dumb and everyone will be frustrated with it and everyone will be against him and and it was funny because i was buddies with his with his daughter like we worked together and so like that was kind of my way in to start seeing him as a human mm -hmm. and i'm like he's got a kid my age and i'm like oh i can't hate him as much now but i still hated him and then he became my advisor and i'm like mother fucker <laughs> right and we go in and we start talking it ends up and he like he knew it he's on point he knew it he knew, like i'm sure this this was where he was going and he starts talking about bikes and like, we both like to ride bikes up hills like we both enjoy like let's climb a bike up a mountain yeah and we're talking about that and then then we started talking about that class and like you know because i was um a, i'm not a victim i was a i screwed up <laughs> that it's c is the cutoff you get a c minus even by a point sorry <laughs> about your luck and that happened to a friend of mine um that i knew about and she was flipping out like i can't believe you just give me her he's like i gotta draw this line i draw a line somewhere it happened to me and i was like he's gotta draw the line somewhere yeah yeah and then we kind of got to be friends and i found all about that and and it, it reframed how i looked at him and so sometimes you know you can see a hero as one person and it's half of them mm-hmm and sometimes you can see a villain as one person and it's only half of them and then they they kind of come back around and you're like oh yeah ah. just like a, like leadership roles like i think uh i think vitor does that really well he does uh, yeah he, he keeps his class in line and it's about class and then afterwards if you know you want to crack a joke whatever it's funniest cool. thing happened at um <clears throat> kids class on tuesday so it's a big ass class right and um they were kind of taking turns drilling this thing and and at one point a bunch of kids were like i mean my daughter was like laying on the mat at the time and the kids were like facing all different directions he just walks over why are you sitting this way sit up stop talking he didn't yell at anybody he didn't raise his voice it wasn't he didn't even say it like it wasn't even that 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 turt like that you know, that sharp as i just said it he was just and everyone just got back in line like he mm -hmm. wasn't mad at all he's just like what, are you, are, you, what are you doing yeah. <laughs> and and it was funny. It was like, okay, dad. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's back, in, back line. in line. Yeah. And he didn't have to yell. He didn't even have to be mad. He just kind of came up and pointed out the fact that everyone's laying around on the mat. Like, What's what are up? you doing? <laughs> yeah. They're all yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's quality leadership right Absolutely. there that you literally, you gave him a chance to fix it themselves because you were busy doing other stuff. Like he saw it. He knew what was going yeah. on. And then he was it like, didn't. all right, they didn't fix it. All right. Come on, guys. Yeah. And then it's fixed. And Not then it's it. fixed. And then he goes back and it's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, and that's that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I know when I first started taking my daughter there, um, that was a big cue for me. Mm -hmm. Of one, he was playing with kids before the class, um, in between um, kids' class and adult class. Huge. That's a huge cue, actually. And I see how how he plays with the children. And everyone just thinks he's a big teddy bear. And he's one of the baddest dudes on yeah, the planet. Good your God. <laughs> yeah, smash, smash. But um, but then things like that that. I never heard him raise his voice. You know, you could look at it if, if you didn't, if you don't know how how to teach a, a physical class, as I would say, 
it can look a little unorganized. Mm-hmm. But if you know what you're looking at, it's very well organized mm-hmm. and everyone's being kept an eye on and everyone's sort of within the box they need to be in, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like between him and Laura, I just saw all these cues of... And then the other thing was people stayed in their lane of Vitor has a role, Laura has a role, the assistant instructors have a role, no one oversteps their boundaries. Mm-hmm. Not even Vitor, who mm-hmm. owns the joint. But he's respectful of his but roles and everything. He's, like I asked him once at the front desk, I was like, uh, I needed to pay something. He goes, I don't do that, man. I don't even know how the computer works. Yeah. <laughs> like he wasn't. And he wasn't like a dick about it. He right. was just very honest. Like, I don't uh, even know how this works. I just teach here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the Lord took care of me and just laughed about it. But, and it's like no one oversteps anyone and there's no ego about that, mm-hmm. which is very neat. Yeah, I, that's yeah. A, I respect that a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, I'd like to know how that was set up. Because that's like, that has to be, that's a group of secure human beings. Mm-hmm. That's not one per. that's not just one person from the top that... That may be Vitor at the top, but who he's surrounded by and who chose to be with him. Mm-hmm. You don't even even having Jake come in. And I guess Jake is like world renowned, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know these things. Yeah. But he just plugged right in. Mm-hmm. He's super cool. I, I think Uh-oh. I appreciate him because like if it plugs in and it fits, it's like nothing changed. But then if it's not, it it's also like it just that doesn't work and it's gone. Like nothing, it's, nothing changes. It yeah. just doesn't work. Okay, you tried it. Okay. Yeah. And there's no grudges held. There's no bad things exactly. said. It's just normal. It's just that. It's back to normal. Yeah, um, it's fine. So yeah, like just various levels of heroes. We got some, got some got local like local level. We got some versus the you know, dead the presidents fin- versus some uh, versus the fantasy. <laughs> you know, and I mean, you know, John Wick. Yeah, John I mean, Wick. Oh. I think yeah, that like, movies. Are the for the spark for all of it? I believe that. Yeah, movies, movies and comics, and books, like, yeah. like books, just you know that story. Because this, it is a story, you can exaggerate the goodness or badness, of, you know, and mm-hmm. really get away with it. But, Whereas people like aren't like that in real life. Yeah, um, sometimes they are. Sometimes they fucking are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sometimes yeah. people are have a split personality, and they're really good and really bad. And yeah, they maybe do, they're just they're eat a Snickers. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, damn. Yeah, like this okay. one, <laughs> But yeah, the uh, just realizing every leader is human. Mm-hmm. They put their pants on, their shoes on, just like anyone else too. Yeah. Um, as a student, like I used to put people on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and then as a That's... an instructor, knowing that I put people on a pedestal, I yeah, want like, it to uh, be like I want try the, to stay off the pedestal. That, but I like. I don't want to say stay off the grid, but yeah, stay off the pedestal, but just, even if I feel like I'm being put on a pedestal, I'll knock myself down. <laughs> like, I'll, knock yourself back down a human, but still yeah. maintain. Because yeah. at certain points, like, um, it's good to, the little hero worship goes a long way. Of either you're looking up to somebody or someone's looking up to you. You know, and that kind of goes back to the beginning of our conversation is when that goes too far. Mm-hmm. But just a little, as a good example um, or just being a good example for somebody and keeping that in check. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I encourage people to travel mm-hmm. and train when you travel. I always, I always train all my life. Anytime I've ever traveled is either most of the time I travel was just for tournaments, 
But if I ever went on vacation or something, my wife makes fun of me because I always bring stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to train to drop a hat. Like, I'm going to meet somebody. I'm going to train somewhere. It's going to be awesome. You know? And so you get to see how other things work. Yeah. And then you get to look back at what you're doing and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and your normal gets really expanded. You know, but having good, good and bad role models can help that. Mm-hmm of you know having the security to be able to go out and do stuff versus not mm-hmm. or just being able to come back and look at your own situation after having experienced it a mm-hmm. different way yep yeah. um i think once you start to do that and make a habit of it you can start to do it uh quicker obviously mm-hmm. you can just streamline the process and make things mm-hmm. fold into your routine or whatever yeah, how to fold stuff in and yeah, how to, yeah without it you know causing too much of a hiccup in your life you know yeah um where you don't need to have like weeks and weeks of adjustment time and shit like that Mm -hmm. so but yeah heroes heroes of sorts i guess we've thought about it too much maybe well even like (laughs) anti-heroes anti-heroes it's funny because that was a thing and i was actually reading a little history on anti-heroes of how they kind of really became a thing after vietnam Mm -hmm. and the sort of tragic scarred you know like yeah. batman kind of overtook superman in a way right because of the that darkness the darkness of and the then you know element. like the punisher being the representation of you know i mean just over generations he fights in different wars mm-hmm. is you know they just kind of adapt to whatever war he came out of right. for whatever but how the you know the downside of that is that why you got to be a flawed hero what happened to the what happened to the perfect hero mm-hmm. you know and there's you know you can't have one i'm doing something with my hands to yeah, put yeah. Word. <laughs> um to you can't have one outweigh the other mm-hmm. like i'm on the, i'm the batman scale for sure i love batman but have the that perfection mm-hmm. of um take bruce lee for example of i'm reading a really good biography of bruce lee right now and I'll read it before I go to bed. And sometimes my daughter's laying with me and she reads a little bit of it too. And she goes, Papa, can I read that when you're done? And I thought about it for a second. I was like, do you want to find out that Bruce is human? Mm-hmm. And she kind of looked at me like, what? And I just wanted to put that idea in her head because he's not the perfect superhero that I wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've loved that dude my whole life. I thought I knew a lot about him. Mm-hmm. I know nothing. Right. Like, like, probably, I'm sure that book is like a fly on the wall. It's recalling. very much. <laughs> I took the dude that wrote it, did 10 years of research. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good. He did his, he did his it, business. He did, yeah, it's good, good. But it's a lot of things of, and Bruce wasn't, he wasn't even close to perfect. No. Like, but, he did a lot of good things, but he did a lot of not, not so good things. Mm-hmm. And like, shit, he's human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I got to live my life and not know that. But but I think that helps with uh, like the self-punishment. If you like fuck up something, you're like, all right, I'm human. Uh, I'm human. <laughs> not which, like you have to punish yourself for messing up something. That's, like. But yeah, like which is the kind of going into sort of, um, I don't know, bringing your social media aspect into it. That's a nice thing mm-hmm. of that. All this behind the scenes stuff that you, it's so much easy to access now, right? Yeah. Is you yeah. get to find out that you know, like, my daughter loves BTS. You know how hard those dudes work? 
They don't just jump on stage and do all those dances and sing and uh, like they have all kinds of practice and they, so you see them mess up and you see them fall over and get hurt and just be like, get the camera out of my face. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, <laughs> okay. And you get to see them just like, oh, wait, those are, they're just kids. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it's like a weird personal example. Like one of my friends when she was in school had like a, she was like a videography major you know she was oh, into cool. the, starting to make movies and shit and now she's working on shows it's super Booyah. cool that's awesome. uh, but she was kind of like doing like an assignment and i was an extra in the fucking thing mm-hmm. me and her sister so we like sit there we just pretend like we're drinking at a bar like that's what we're doing and uh, just chatting you can't even hear what we're saying it's just you want to see our mouths moving uh, they had to do that tiny thing like 15 times to get it right to yeah. get the one you know mouth motion mm-hmm. or something correct that was cool yeah so like, and that was just that tiny two second spurt, you know, yeah. of a two hour movie. So like the whole process of that going in, like I, I was like, oh dang, like no this is some yeah, this is one like, no scene wonder. takes fifteen hours yeah. to shoot. Like no oh. wonder they have to like get in like hair and makeup at two a.m. and be in there, mm. you know. Like now I, 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 granted that's probably an industry that I'll never be in and really deal with. I don't but know, like the hair's I, getting good, man. You never know. Yeah, yeah it could uh, happen. But uh, just having a respect and that I can uh, observe it. And then kind of take from it and be like, oh, like this process, like it's not just going to give me a polished movie the first time, right? Yeah, you don't just go out and, oh, let's just do it. Boom. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a trial and error and like some things we fucked up and can fix it. Like um, that's just a very like different example. We were always, we always like to harp on martial arts. So different industry. (laughs) Yeah, different industry, right. But yeah, the amount of work that goes into getting it right. Yeah. And like just, just understanding and that's and a like lot goes into a lot of stuff yeah. that's the upside of um, a lot goes into making podcasts a lot <laughs> goes into making podcasts that's what i was doing this morning yeah, yeah um but uh that, that's kind of the upside of if you find out your heroes are human mm-hmm. of that if they are good leaders if they are good people they let you in on the they let you they let you pull the curtain back and they're cool with it yeah. it's like here's how many times i had to work on that for this many years to make it smooth and beautiful what you see yeah yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't just happen. Yeah, I did wake up one day and was able to do it, but it's because I woke up every I other day and it did it until yeah, they got it right. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's a neat thing. If you have a someone you look up to that then lets you see them fall on their face and mm-hmm. gets up with some dignity and was like, yep, that's part of it. Guess how, how, you, know how you get good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first tournament that I did when I was coaching at Endeavor. Like, that was the first time I competed there, and I was oh, like, nice. got to prove, prove something, right? Yep. Or, you know, I, I got choked in the first match. Like, I got up, was fucking whatever. <laughs> Didn't yeah. think much of it. When I won the second match, and then yeah. whatever, it was fine. I think I got, like, third or something stupid because I just lost that first match. But, uh, <laughs> at least it was wrong. I lost, I got up, I shook it off, whatever, went and did the next thing. And, like, I think if I had gotten up and was all, like, pissed That's... off and shit, it would have been a very different very environment different example, yeah. yeah going on from that point so i think mm-hmm. but yeah it's just to set the mood of it's not a big deal this is a learning process and like yeah you know? people were like oh i did this in this tournament i'm like okay but so go do another tournament and another one and another one so that statistically you'll get better yeah <laughs> you just keep doing it yeah, like, yeah. and that's so cliche with jujitsu but like that's for just, real that's one of those cliches that over time you figure it out yeah and you're like god Damn it! Like, <laughs> right, he was a cliche. And was right. Uh, yeah, that's why it's a cliche, man. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm finding out to be a lot of those to, to be true. And, uh, 
of life. <laughs> yeah, and we get we get near the end. Yeah. All right, so this went in a this was yeah it was an meant interesting to, direction. I think it was meant to kind of be more of like a movies books fun. Yeah, it's supposed right? to be yeah. a light-hearted like yeah movie romp. Took a little more philosophical. Went way philosophical. I like it. That was cool. That was fun. That's you know, part of why I want to keep the podcast in the chairs. Yeah. You know, is that because this is a lot easier to happen if we're just sitting here drinking coffee. Yeah. Which is very good. That's how it is. So it's organic. Yeah. Um. Fuck. What I want to say. Huh? Nah. Yeah, okay. It. Yeah. Probably right. got to wrap up here soon. Yeah. About say. done. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do the things. But the. Keep an eye out for Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. All sorts Not of promos. Stuff. And, yeah, try to do things. More stuff coming. Promos Let us know. And stuff. Let us know when you listen. Stuff you like. Don't like. Uh, and then, yeah. of course, as always, keep your coffee regular. Yeah, and uh, peace <laughs> in. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. Have a great day.